0: Hey everybody. welcome to our brand new M.A. Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I am on the road. Decided to give you an extra bonus episode this week. I'll try to do more and more uh, because I love what I do and I love the audience and I love you guys and I love fighting and I'm fucking bored right now. Anyway, so we got a great show today. Uh, I know we got Gerald Harris coming down. Uh, I was supposed to call Michael Johnson, um, but uh, I don't know if he's going to pick up. He didn't pick up last week. And uh, we'll see what's going on. Listen. Speedweed. I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, marijuana in California is legal. Yes, which it should be everywhere. California is just ahead of its time. Well, along with other places like uh, you know Washington and Oregon and some other places where it's legal. So you shouldn't have to leave your house to get it. No, no, because what happens is you go out and you get you get high when you're there and you test a couple samples and you get a DUI. Who knows? Traffic, gas—you can get a car accident. All kinds of things could happen when you leave outside. Bad things could happen when you leave your house. It just, it's just trust me. So, stay home, stay in your apartment, stay at your work. Speedweed will come to you. Just go to speedweed.com. They got the best edibles. Best vapes, best flower. They got CBD. They got roll-on CBD. If you're an athlete, which I'm telling you works like magic. Also, they have uh, they have all kinds of like sex CB stuff. Or uh, you want to put it on your girl's cooch. She, she'll love it. She'll love you for it. She'll she won't get enough of you guys or, or girls. Whatever you're into. Listen, go to speedweed.com. Mention roasted for $10 off orders that are $100 or more trust me on this one guys speedweed.com is the shit the guy Gino he's in charge he is the nicest guy you ever meet in your life a real mensch a great guy great guy so speedweed.com also people 66% of men lose their hair by age 35 I know I've lost plenty way too much I look at old pictures and I'm like oh you don't know what you got till it's gone and the thing is as soon as you start to notice it it's too late it's too late it's like herpes, you can't, you gotta, you gotta, you can't just wait till the, the sore comes up. Listen, it's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair you've lost. Nothing worse than seeing a guy with a bad wig or a bad hair piece, trust me, everyone's judging that person. Uh, even though you don't wanna judge him, people are judging. So, is that hairline slowly starting to move backwards? Any bald spots yet? How are we gonna feel a year from now if it's business as usual up there? You'll feel great, I ask you. Do you want a bald spot to pop up or do you wanna do something about it first? I know the answer to that. Do something about it first. Yes. Why do guys turn to weird solutions and do nothing when they can turn to medicine and science? Go to forhims.com. It's a one stop shop for hair loss, skincare, sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to keep let you keep your hair. Keep your hair, guys. Trust me on this one. You, 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 trust me you want to have hair i mean if you have hair you want to keep it there's no waiting room no awkward doctor visits you can save hours by going to forhims.com it is so easy answer a few quick few questions a doctor will review and you can prescribe you your stuff products are shipped directly to your door just like speedweed let listen to this so order now my listeners get a trial month of hymns for just five dollars today, right now while supplies last. See the website for full details. That would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to forehims.com slash roasted. That's f o r h i m s. dot com slash roasted. Forhims. slash roasted. How am I doing? I'm doing. I'm doing okay. I had the. I got the flu. My wife was sick, and she's pregnant. So I, you know, you don't realize when you when you're pregnant, you can't take medicine. And if you have the flu. So she's she's sick, and then, of course, i got to cuddle with her because I love cuddling with her. She's my wife. I love her. I found the one. After finding enough not-the-ones, you find the one, and uh, now I'm sick. I was sick in Portland. I had three shows on a Saturday night, a five, a seven, a nine. I was just – I can barely get enough out. It's, just, uh, it's hard. I, and Then, then I, I flew to uh, – I had two shows. I had a show Monday night at the Dime Bar, a show Tuesday night at the Dime Bar, uh, which went great. The, the crowd was great. That hot girl from Arrow was in the crowd, uh, who was like like, like the hot one from Arrow. It was actually a great show. I, I was feeling really good. Jeremy Piven came by. We worked on some things. Uh, he's getting really funny, really quick. Uh, and then I had to fly out at 6 o'clock in the morning. So I actually went to bed for the first time. I'm like, that's how sick I am. Normally I stay up. And then I take two flights to over there. There's a little kid kicking me. Oh, this little girl. And she was like 4 too. Was it wasn't even like a baby Kicking my chair over and over. Finally, I turn around. I'm like, come on. And, and then, and she still kicked me. So I turn around. I'm like, listen, kid, Santa Claus is not real. And then I just uh, went to bed while she cried. No, I didn't say that, but I wanted to say that. And then, uh, then I, then I then I realized I forgot my 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 key my my, my phone on the plane as I was getting my luggage uh, and then I'm like great so then I actually went back to Fort Myers Airport they found my phone thank God wasn't charged all they have is a is a minivan I'm like a, a soccer mom I drive to the gig they told me I had to judge an open mic I hate judging comedy contests God do I hate because who the fuck am I to judge who is anybody to judge you never know everyone's different, and but plus, I feel like, I, in my head, I'm judging the person now, they're gonna lose, then they're gonna become Jerry Seinfeld, or Eddie Murphy, and take it on, on me, because I didn't judge them, I hate judging shit, but it was good, I, I did a good job, there's a lot of judges, so, but then they're like, hey, can you host, I'm like, sure, I'm, I'm on so much, you know, terraflu and uh, DayQuil, and, you know, NyQuil, and all kinds of stuff, airborne, Vitamin C's. I can't even, my, my, my ears are popped. I'm going on stage. I can't even hear laughter or non laughter because I don't even know where I am. I'm doing 15 minutes uh, up top. And then I'm bringing in one comic who's bombing after another. Some, some of them were okay, but some of them were just, they're new, you know? Uh, and then I went on, I was giving them all fake credits like this next guy was in the remake of Roots, and this one's going to be in the new Annie, and this one's in, you know, Small Wonder Part 2. Uh, then I went home. And then, of course, I do six radio shows the next morning. That's what comedy is. Six, you, and I lose three hours from going from LA to, uh, to Miami uh, or uh, Fort Myers. Six shows went on last night, killed it. That was fun. People were old. I mean, they were old. The average age was dead, but uh, it was still good. It was a good show. And then I had four more radio this morning at eight in the morning. That was late. Then I slept. And then I realized I had scheduled Cody Garbrandt for an interview today because his his manager reached out. He's got a new book to to promote. So he reached out to me, and of course I'm going to get Cody Garbrandt. And now I'm looking at it, and I'm realizing that the interview is for next week. So I scheduled a whole podcast today because I wanted to interview Cody, but uh, he's next week. So instead, uh, we're going to talk to Gerald Harris right now. Uh, I know he just signed a new three- or four-fight Bellator contract. Let's talk to Gerald right now. What's up? It's Adam Hunter. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. I'm talking to Gerald Harris, one of my favorite people. Comedian, teacher, <laughs> fighter, uh, everything, man. Uh, you, you do everything. How are you, man?
1: I try. I'm good, man. You know what? I'm glad you said that because I don't think the world or just the MMA world has really seen me on stage yet. You know, And when they do, I think it's going to even take my fan base to another level. You know.
0: And I will tell everybody listening out here, I... Worked with Gerald Harris recently. He called me up. He's like, yo, I'm recording the CD. Uh, I'm, I, I want to fly. I'm flying you to Tulsa. Uh, to a, a, Actually, a video. I'm flying you to Tulsa. Uh, I want you to open for me. I'm like, no problem. I didn't know what to expect. I've only worked with you a couple times. You <laughs> murdered it. Standing ovation. A standing ovation. Packed house. The blackest people I've ever seen in my entire life. And a standing ovation. Uh, murdered it. True. Killed it. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> man, I
1: put a lot of work into that, man. We had writing meetings. Um, I write my own jokes, but I do go to my friends and kind of give them the layout, and they'll say, hey, you should do this or do that. But, um, man, I busted my tail for that. I did a couple shows. I- I'm not like the average comedian that does the same set for 10 years in a row. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they yeah. go up there. I literally write a new set every time I go on stage. So it was fun, man. I'm, I'm so glad you could be a part of it. Man, they loved you, man. You killed it. I was in the, I was in the little trailer. I could hear them laughing at you, man. You um,
0: killed it. It was crazy. And then after the show, two hot black lesbians came up to me and were trying to like invite me, <laughs> invite me back with them. And You're I was like, and I was like, man, I, I'm, I'm married, but I, I, I was, I was kicking. Oh, myself. I was like, shit. man, this never happens when I'm single. I never get hot black lesbians to nah. have a threesome. <laughs>
2: oh man, that was fun. Though. Did that not happen? Hey.
0: Did that not happen? Oh.
1: It, that it, that did happen. That was hilarious. When you got in the car, that girl to, tried to rape me. <laughs> like, yeah. She tried to take it.
0: I was like, me too. Uh, me too. But, uh, yeah, hey, I was.
1: Um, you know what's crazy? I don't know if you saw my tweet. I think I tagged you in it. Bellator actually put on a comedy show, like, the day the day before Wins, which I couldn't do for my last fight. But they're really, like, into letting us be ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, this is really cool. I'm so glad to be a part of Bellator, man.
0: What do you so? Yeah, they had uh, they had uh, Brandon Chow perform, or or they had uh, no, they had my uh, Frank Mir perform, right?
1: Yeah, Frank Mir. I think John McCarthy did it, and a bunch of other guys. But uh, Chell, Chell signed and performed, uh, you know. And I, I don't think those guys have seen me on stage yet. So I think I'll surprise them one day. I'm gonna go give them a hot fifteen. You know what I mean?
0: Of course. Now, now you actually signed uh, a, a how many fight contract now with Bellator?
1: I got a four-fight deal, man, and I've never heard of Bellator cutting anybody. So I, I, I'm just going out there and just really having having fun, you know. Keep food on the table for my family, and I just I don't feel the pressure of losing my job. They're they're real cool. As long as I go out there and and, and you know I want to I want people to want to want to watch me fight, and that's what I want. And I'll tell you, these past years I've been fighting, it's all it's been all about securing the win and making sure I get all my money. And over there, it just feels different. It feels like you're gonna get your money no matter what what happens in that cage. So, I think I'm a lot lot more dangerous now with this mentality I have with Bellator.
0: Now, I mean, your last couple fights, one fight, the guy missed weight by 40 pounds.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know what? My last, like three of my four last fights, the guys missed weight. Yeah, the one guy was just ridiculous. That's not even missing weight. That's just not giving a fuck. (laughs) I mean, you can't miss weight by 40 pounds. You know what I'm mean? saying?
0: But you still fought that's him, like, even though like he missed... Up, a lot of guys wouldn't like fight a guy up, that, that missed weight by 40 pounds.
1: That, that's like showing up eight hours late to work. Like, you're not even <laughs> late anymore. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. like five pounds, it's just frustrating, you know?
0: But now, now, take me through last week, because as far as I was concerned, you were retired... You you are a social studies teacher. You're coaching wrestling. Now, when do you get the the age to fight? When do you get the call? Like, how do you find out? How does this all go down?
1: I still coach wrestling. I stopped teaching last year because me and my wife uh, started a gym. We invested in a gym, so I didn't have to teach anymore. But I do work at the school. I still coach wrestling. You know how that is—going on the weekends, yeah, coaching all day. So I still do that, but. um, my wife and I was sitting around. Starting a business is hard financially. We're kind of breaking even every month, and I'm looking at these disconnect notices, and I'm like, man. I was like, you know what, babe? I was like, i to fight again. She was like, all right, if you want to, go ahead. You know, you know, we got a baby on the way, and that's my that's one of my most um, safest way to secure financial uh, income. You know, so my family is fighting, and I was fighting locally. It's hard, dude. I'm physically selling tickets to people. That's amateur stuff, dude. I'm sorry, but if I'm the main event, I should not be physically selling tickets. I, I, that's just how I feel. You know, um, it, it just—it was just a dead end road for me after I got hurt before. The- so I was like, "Babe, my career's not going anywhere. UFC doesn't want me. Bellator doesn't want me. One FC doesn't want me. I'm doing these local fights. I was like, I'm done. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I changed my mind once uh, we had a little trouble with the gym and. And decided to start training. I've been training for about four, four to five weeks before they called me. You know, I wasn't in the best shape in the world. I was pretty heavy, you know. And, uh, but I was okay. I've been sparring. I've been running. I've been eating right. I've been drinking my water. You know. And they actually called me on my fat day. I was eating donuts on the couch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right now, but how did like, now, how did you find out that there was an opening for you?
1: Yeah, they called me. I was on the couch eating donuts. I literally oh, had a they donut called you. Yeah, they call me and they go. My boy calls me, goes, "Yo, man, you want to fight so and so?" And it's just four days, and I'm like, "No, nah, man, that's, I'm like hell no." He's like Bellator, I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." And I'm like, I'm thinking it's just like a small card, so I denied, I denied the fight. I get on the internet, I look it up. I'm like, it's the fatal call. I call, I call him right back. Like, put me on, I'm down. Let's go. <laughs> like, like two minutes later. Yeah. Once I saw it was a fatal card And I was like, man, this is a big opportunity for me I'm um, the third fight from the main event You know, we came to a good financial agreement And dude, I was in I weighed in three days later I cut hell weight <laughs> How much weight did you cut? It was a hardest. Gerald Yeah
0: How much weight did you cut?
1: It was close to 30
0: Wow 30 pounds
1: in four days. It was bad. Wow. It was bad. So, yeah, I, uh, but I knew, you know, wrestlers, man, we do crazy stuff, you know? Yeah. I used to cut weight for free.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, what did you do? Did you, uh, rubber suit on Uh, did you spit in a cup? Did you, did you shiver? How did you cut 30 pounds in four days?
1: Everything you said. Um, I didn't stop eating, though, and I didn't stop drinking until 24 hours before, so I was healthy, um, but I, I just, um. My meals i cut my meals in half portion wise um uh, i drink three bottles of water a day i use a a suit i hate the plastic rubber suits i use training uh i'm sorry cutting weight
0: yeah cutting weight. with a
1: k cutting weight
0: okay okay I
1: use their product and it's the best i it feels it almost feels like under armor mixed with a rubber sauna suit. you're cool and you're sweating at the same time. And I never got sick. I used to get sick when I used to wear those rubber, you know those.
0: Old oh, the worst! Yeah, of course. Things. Yeah, two kids. My ear died in the shower. Uh, yeah,
1: people die from those. Um, there's no oxygen. It, it holds in a lot of toxins. I mean, I've seen it all. So no, I I use cutting weight the entire time. I'm um, at the very end of my camp. I use a hot tub, and uh, you know what's crazy? A guy I fought last year came out and helped me cut weight. Brian Green. He came and pummeled with me and helped me get in the hot tub. And he, I mean, we made a shower, a sauna. You ever made a sauna out of your hotel bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> not,
0: I've never done That's that. That's old school. But hold oh up. God!
1: Turn the shower on full heat, and it turns into a damn sauna, dude.
0: Now, now the guy you were fighting, uh, what, what was his name again? The guy that you fought?
1: It's Rafael Lovato.
0: Rafael Lovato. Now he. I I figured he was like from Brazil from Brazil, but he's from Oklahoma City, right? Or Tulsa? He's from Oklahoma City.
1: He's just a, he's a regular old white dude, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I figured Rafael Lovato,
0: yeah, from Oklahoma City. But did you know him, or did you know guys that fought him? Did you ever? Because you're, you're you're in Tulsa. Did you guys ever cross paths before?
1: Yeah, I've seen him a lot of times. I've seen him fight a lot. I knew I knew we were going to fight one day. I don't know why. I just knew we were going to fight one day. I've commentated his fight. I've cornered against him, and I was just like, "Man, this guy's—he's good. You know, he's gonna go to the next level." I mean, with a full camp, it'll be a different fight, you know. Um, but uh, honestly, it doesn't matter what what happened in that fight would have happened, you know, in that situation. But I just know, physically and mentally, I'll be better off with a full camp.
0: Of course. Now, now, when you got him down, uh, I was thinking, okay, because they were saying this guy's the greatest jujitsu guy in the world, or I mean, they were saying world class. Um, I'm like, okay. I was wondering why you were in a staying in his guard, or kind of why, 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 why no, wouldn't he, you? Yeah, why wouldn't you just get if back he up? he was
1: fight again. When I knock him down, he grabs my wrist and pulls me down. I'm done. Like, I couldn't move. He had my gloves. We were dry. It was just, a, it was a train wreck after that. Like, I mean, it just, it just got worse. No. <laughs> I really felt like I was on National Ge- Geographic in a boa constrictor, <laughs> like an anaconda had me, like. <laughs> It, that's what it felt like. Like he had me so tight, I couldn't move.
0: I mean, so what was going through your head at that point? Because it seemed like you were kind of uh-uh. unsure. Were you like, okay, get the fuck back? I mean, also, was there any chance where you could have slammed him on his head like you did your last twelve opponents?
1: Yeah, but it's it's always two in or two out, and he had he had both my wrists. So what I did was I pulled both wrists out, but I only got one out. That's how I ended up getting armbar. Right. Um, I normally lock my hands and pull both hands out. But I only got one out and boom, that's why I did the cartwheel because I pulled both out and I, and I roll out. But he got me, man, you know. Um, I was kind of screwed. I, I was kind of blacked out. Um, and then I didn't come to until he was standing up celebrating. And it just, man, it was just, it was a, it's like a surreal moment, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm... I remember him holding my wrist. And after that, I, I just remember, uh, you know, the referee and people standing over me going, you okay? And the crowd cheering. It's just, Man, it's almost like an out of body experience and I'm just laying there going, I just got freaking tapped. I've never been submitted to a fight, you know?
0: And look look now looking back, what would you have done differently?
1: Uh I would have definitely when I knocked him down, I would have backed up that early. I would have grounded pound in the second and third round, but not in the first.
2: Right. Everybody
1: knows you don't go to the ground with a Jits guy in the first round. It's stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're dry. You're, you're, you're too vulnerable at that point. But I fought black belts. I fought Enzo Gracie. I beat two of his black belts, David Branch and Fabio Leopoldo. I beat um, Jorge Santiago. I fought about five or six black belts, and I beat them all down. But I, I knew I couldn't go to the ground early.
0: Right, and and but and there was no chance of you picking him up and slamming him in the position that uh, that uh, you were in.
1: No, because he's six three, and if I were to try to lift him up, he would just put his arm under my leg and I would have been been worse off. Right. So the best thing is to scramble out. Um, The only way I would have picked him up if it was a triangle or something, but anybody will tell you in jiu-jitsu, if you try to pick a guy up, um, he's going to take the underhook, you know, and go under, especially with an arm bar. It's not wise to pick a guy with an arm bar.
0: Okay, okay. All right, well, we learned, man. I mean, mean, if anybody has any excuse on losing, it's fighting a guy on four days' notice, losing 30 pounds, and being retired... Uh, the day before.
1: I never I never use excuses. I only say it, 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 it's an explanation. Right. Because, um, you know, I've never used excuses ever. Uh, I'll tell you this. My weight cut didn't affect me at all in that fight. I felt so damn good in that fight. That's the heaviest I, I was stepping into the cage. I was 210 when I stepped in the cage, which is crazy. Wow. You know, because I wasn't in my regular shape. But I felt so good. You know, I rehydrated. I ate good. I woke up. I rested completely into the fight because I had cut weight all week. I felt amazing walking
2: into
0: that cage. Now now that night, you have a hot girlfriend. She's from Thailand, right? Thai or? (laughs) My wife. Your wife?
1: right here,
0: yeah. Where is she from? Vietnam or Thailand?
1: (laughs) You just keep going all the Asian countries. Yeah, Guam. Guam. You want to guess. Where? where, Thai and Laos. Koreatown? Uh, Yeah, she's six and a half months There. Six and a half months pregnant sitting here with a big old belly.
0: Damn. Now that night did she at least be like, listen, you tried your hardest and give you just a great blowjob or no?
1: Nah, she just went over and she fucked Lovato. Man. Oh, come on. Okay <laughs> I'm just playing man. No. You know what? My wife, she's all she's always been super supportive. And when I took the fight, I actually turned down professional fighting league, not in a bad way, on good terms, and told them, Hey, if there's an opening, I'll jump in. Because I didn't want to fight 170 anymore. So um, the roster was full. And I I kept telling my wife every day, damn it, I should have took that. I turned down that money. It was good money. And then, boom, that offer came. And she was like, let's do it. She was like, let's go to Chicago. I got family there. And I've never been around a woman before a fight. And she's the only one. She come in. You know, she hangs out with me the day of the fight. I mean, she doesn't bother me at all. Never nagging or arguing. She just asks me what I need stays out of the way and she's perfect for me you know
0: that's a good girl right there now how many uh now how many kids is this now this is like your six kids seven
1: all right let me break it down because she she don't like the people to think she got eight damn kids right it's eight kids total wow when we met i had four she had two and we had two together wow
0: okay all right all right that's that's not bad uh, that's totally normal.
1: <laughs> that sounded so like, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, you can stop now. <laughs> uh, sure. Okay, no, but,
0: but this, is how, this, is, this is what, like, I like about you. I like, obviously, I like your, your style, your comedy, your fighting, but your heart, man. You were telling me a story about how there was a kid on your wrestling team that was, that was living in, in his van with, with, with his mom, and you're like... Yeah, man. And then you, you found that out, and you took the kid in with his mom.
1: They're doing good now, man they actually she got back on her feet, she was in between jobs and big old family man. we had like fifty people on yeah, house but then but then that's
0: what you said she that, got back that on her when feet. you when you invited them in they they brought seven more people in there,
1: <laughs> yeah, it was packed, but you know what they got she got back on her feet, she got her own place, he's doing good, she's doing good, you know, I call him my nephew so yeah i mean i've I've taken it I've raised four kids that weren't my own um. I had a friend go to prison. I raised his son. I raised my own younger brother. My nephew dropped out of high school. I took him in. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know. I got that from my mom. My mom took all my cousins in. So, so that's like, definitely from my mom.
0: So this whole Syrian refugee program, we should send them to you. Anybody that comes in from hey, Syria. No,
1: hey, my <laughs> well, heart ain't that damn big. I don't know the most.
0: <laughs> that's, that's really yeah, nice. Uh, now, were you at the gym recently when Alan Green beat that guy up?
1: Oh, no, I wasn't there, but that was kind of crazy when it happened. And uh, I don't know why he picked Allen, of all people. And, you know, one of the best boxers to ever come back to Oklahoma. And a lot of people don't know Allen Green broke Mike Tyson's record at Golden
0: Glove. Oh, wow. taking five-second
1: knockout record, yeah. So if you guys and don't know, there's I'll a... tell you something about Allen Green. Hold
0: on, you, hold on, if you don't know, there's, there's a video of a, a bodybuilder that challenges yeah. Allen Green to a fight and gets the shit beaten out of him like, like you've never <laughs> seen before. For, uh, yeah, yeah that's embarrassing so what were you saying about Alan Green
1: he's, he's just one of the greatest guys I've ever worked out with you know he's, a, he's a, he studies his sport but I'll tell you what hurt Alan the most he got colon cancer oh and he lost 80% of his colon
0: Ooh. 80%
1: dude wow um, and if anybody knows about colon um, how long how, how big your large and small intestine are he lost 80% of that wow and he's never been the same fighter ever since he, when he fought Edison Miranda, he literally had shit going through his body, same
2: everything, uh,
1: like shit. Yes, so his bowels were so backed up that he wasn't pooping; it was just going through his body. Wow. He almost died. It was toxic, you know that, you know.
0: Yeah, damn, damn. That one fight he fought when he fought that one guy who was undefeated, uh, just like him, and he and he just and he just blasted the guy out like in thirty seconds. Do you remember that fight? All right. Hold on. I'm calling him back. Yeah, sorry about that. Yo, um, so did Bellator tell you at all uh, when your next fight's going to be?
1: No, but I know there's a card in July in Oklahoma, so I'm taking this week off because my elbow's a little messed up, but I'm jumping right back into camp on Monday. Nice. So I'm hoping to get on that card. Uh Man, I, I'm, I'm serious, Adam. I'm so happy to be here, man. I love Bellator, and I plan on fighting as long as my body allows me to. I just needed to be in a happy place. And you know just as well as anybody, as an entertainer, if you're not happy, man, it's hard to perform. It's, you it's
0: know? 99. Its attitude is so much of it, man. It's so much of it. and so and, and nobody has had – I mean, you've been screwed like, like nobody else, man. I mean, the UFC yeah. was ridiculous. Then you got back on The Ultimate Fighter. You tore your ACL like a day before, right?
1: I told my I told my Achilles tendon, uh, which is worse than an ACL. Uh,
0: but but you're a There's fighter, like man. You keep going. Of you keep going. I you know.
1: Well, you know what? Everything that bad happened in my life led to something good. So look where I'm at. I'm happy.
0: Yeah, and but and, and you and you you got some kind of super sperm as well because you, like you look at chicks that they, they get pregnant. <laughs> And and your wife hey, is... I
1: call a little Michael Phelps.
0: Ab- oh, absolutely. And then your wife is banging, dude. You got a banging wife. Way hotter than the last one. Hey.
1: Yeah. I'm going to tell you something, and you can laugh at it if you want to. Oh, I'm going to tell you what we're naming our son. What's that? It's going to be Kevin Dwayne Harris.
2: <laughs> Kevin
1: Dwayne <laughs> Harris. I like it. There you go. Yeah. Good. Good. That's Kevin Hart.
2: Kevin Hart and Dwayne The
1: Rock Johnson names put together.
0: Oh, wow. All right. I, I, I thought it was <laughs> Kevin Durant and then Dwayne Wade or something, but I like Kevin Hart and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> I, I like it. I thought maybe you were getting your kids into, like, basketball now. but So how, how are your kids doing well, in, uh, in uh,
1: wrestling? My son got his first state title this year. He lost in the semifinals six years in a row. In um, the first round, he beat a kid he never beat before. In the semifinals, he he beat a kid that was top in the, in the state. And then in the finals, he beat the kid that beat him in the semifinals last year. So wow. if, any, if there's any sports parents out there, I don't care what nobody says. The people say, all oh, the medals don't matter. It's not just a medal. It's just the fact that I know what that kid's been through all these years. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And he finally got his first title. And he just, man, I've never seen that kid smile that hard. (laughs) And So, yeah, and my little girls, they wrestle their butts off. They're both uh, placed in the nation, top three in the country. And, uh, man, I'm just, I love it, you know. It's hard on them. I know they don't enjoy wrestling at times. But if you can wrestle, you can do anything. You know that.
0: 1,000%. 1,000%. Well, dude, thanks for doing the podcast. Uh, You are the best. Congrats on the, uh, the four fight contract and everything and uh good luck with the upcoming baby and uh take care brother
1: hey thanks I'm gonna predict I'm gonna predict me putting somebody to sleep in the next fight so if we I, when I come back we can talk about that
0: thousand percent take care brother
1: hey take
0: care who is it? it's Adam Hunter you're on the MA roasted podcast.
2: Adam, what's going on,
0: brother? <laughs> I just wanted to wish you good luck, man.
2: Hey, thank you so much, my bro. I'm actually at the airport right now, about to leave, man.
0: You are you are you, uh, you going to Brazil? Got me
2: right before, man. Good thing.
0: Nice, man. You know, I I, I invited you to my my uh, birthday, and you, didn't, you 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 haven't responded. Oh, I'm gonna be there, no you, doubt, my huh, man. You promise? I gotta know if I should order extra food.
2: <laughs> you asshole! <laughs> but Yes, go ahead and order that extra food. I'm gonna eat it. <laughs>
0: oh, good, no, good, good, good. Well, good deal. Knockout Jacare. One round, first round knockout. That's my prediction, my bro. D- don't go to the ground with him.
2: No, hell no.
0: Uh-huh, nice. <laughs> I, I, I'm so happy for you, bro. I'm so happy for you.
2: Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, man. We're, we're, we're trying to make it happen
0: like you of course man now uh are you single or did you get back with a girlfriend
2: I'm still with my girlfriend yeah oh man there's a
0: lot of hot Brazilians there man a lot of hot Brazilians there <laughs> yeah
2: thank you my bro thank you for calling me man no problem
0: you. did your girlfriend graduate high school yet or no I'm sorry did your girlfriend graduate high school yet or no
2: oh uh, she graduated December. <laughs> <laughs> you bet well good luck man K- uh, kick
0: some ass bro <laughs> All right, man. Thank you. All right, take care. Love you, brother. Take Love care. you too.
2: Bye. Hello. Who is this?
0: Don't call me. Who is this? It's Adam Hunter. Who? Adam Hunter. I just want to. wish, want to wish you good luck, man.
2: Okay, Call me fucking block number. What's
0: up, Dex? I just want to wish you good luck and uh, and uh, kick some ass tomorrow, man. I'm
2: gonna fucking kill this guy. Nice, nice, today.
0: nice. What's You're the?
2: Today.
0: What's the game plan? Today. Today. Oh, 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 the uh, fights tonight? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, man! Kicks it, yeah. kicks it, ass, bro. Gonna fucking
2: murder this
0: guy. I, I know you will. I know. You. What's the uh, game plan? Smash. <laughs> Are we gonna use our, our 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 wrestling? Keep us on the. Uh, I'll tell you can do
2: about it. Yeah. You know what?
0: Take his
2: ass down and fucking and and. and, and and show how easily I can fucking murder people on the ground now. So I'm a wrestler.
0: Back Hammer House style?
2: Yeah, yeah, everyone's all hot in this Khabib cat. I'm going to show some uh, American, USA, Hammer House wrestling.
0: Fuck yeah, man. I am so happy for you, Phil. I'm so proud of you, man.
2: Yeah. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it, man.
0: Uh, I appreciate it. I might
2: be moving back to New York. You live in New York now? You live in LA, right? I live in LA. Yeah, yeah, all right. I, I want to see those kids that you coach. Yeah, you I know. I heard that in you've LA?
0: been. That was New York. No, no, that's in uh, Los Angeles, in L.A. <laughs> We're all
2: friends, okay.
0: Yeah, I heard you've been training over in uh, Long Island again.
2: Just a little bit, No, nah, Just a couple times, but it's nice.
0: Nice, man. Nice. We'll kick yeah. some. Is uh, is Zito coming with you to the to the cage? Oh, Chuck Zito.
2: No, I couldn't make this one. Got it. He's in, he's in, he's in New York.
0: Got it. Well, listen, people, tonight, King of the Cage, Phil Baroni, fucking shit up, San Diego.
2: Love it, man. I'm smash this motherfucker. Smashing this smash motherfucker. It. And also here, bro, this is what they fucking say. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm the only motherfucker that's fought after this King of the Cage. In the UFC, Pride, 1FC, Dream, Strikeforce, Bullet Talk, King of the Cage, and Rage of the Cage from on all Only motherfucker.
0: Damn. Damn, as well That's as being a, a a pro bodybuilder and four and zero as a uh, as a uh, pro boxer,
2: 10. 10. and zero. Sorry,
0: ten and 0. 10 and zero, and all American college all American wrestler as well. Two time two
2: times, two time
0: and uh, two time. A, a a state finalist, New York state finalist, yeah, county champion. Yeah. All right,
2: Dude, that was my that was my that was my uh, sophomore year that I had here at here school. I would have been a two time state champ.
0: Yeah. I'm excited for you, man. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I'm, I'm,
2: I'm getting goosebumps, bro.
0: I'm getting goosebumps.
2: <laughs> and you go. I'm going to turn a fucking show, so check it out. I can't wait.
0: I go Wait, wait. I'm going to watch it. Is there going to be a live stream tonight anywhere I can watch it? Yeah,
2: King of the Cage, man. There's there's a bunch of live shit, but I don't fucking know about it. All right, probably kingofthecage.com. There's a way way to find out. (laughs) All right, and then
0: afterwards, what are we doing? Are we calling anyone out? Are we taking bong hits? Are we banging the ring girl?
2: Oh, Chuck, I was trying to make a fucking comeback. You know what I mean? You know? Don't fucking fight Tito again. You knocked him out twice. What the fuck, motherfucker? I'm the one that knocked you out before you fought Rampage in, in, in fucking pride. And, uh, you know, let's go.
0: you going to call Chuck Liddell after you win?
2: Yeah. Chuck Liddell yeah. Nick Aldis. You know Nick what?
0: He, he, supposedly, he's signing with uh, Oscar De La Hoya's company.
2: I know. And I told Oscar, too. What the fuck, Oscar? Yeah, what the fuck, Oscar? Make this fight. Not fucking Tito Ortiz. The fucking... Uh, and fucking Nick Aldis. That guy's a pussy.
0: Baroni Liddell. I like the sound of it. What do you mean you knocked him out? You knocked him out during during practice, during sparring?
2: Yeah, Dana White was there.
0: Huh. So you, you fucking knocked him on his ass like knocked him out
2: cold? No, knocked him on his ass. <laughs> I
0: like it. All right, Phil, I'll let you get get ready again. All right. You're the best, bro. Take it easy. Thank you.
2: Thanks, brother. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.
0: All right, good luck in your fight, Phil. And now Michael Johnson just texted me back. Let's call Michael Johnson, see how he's doing, see if he picks up the phone this time. Uh, let's call Michael. I like Michael Johnson. I'm a fan, fan of his for life. Uh, let's see. Boom. Let's do this. All right. Here we go. And Michael Johnson. Hello, Michael Johnson. Hey, how are you? How are you? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? I thought I, th- I thought you were ditching me again. I'm like, this guy doesn't show up for his fights, no, doesn't show up for his podcast. What's going on?
2: <laughs> no, no, none of that, man. Yeah, I just completely forgot and dozed off. Uh, been hitting it hard, so I gotta get my rest in. So, I sleep like an old man, I guess.
0: I I hear you, man. I feel you. Uh, how's everything going?
2: Yeah, yeah, everything's going good. Just uh, same old, you know, just. Trying to stay busy, trying to stay training, and I'm um, trying to get ready for the next fight. Now, now uh, do you have
0: a fight? I, I, you've been very cryptic on Facebook and Twitter, saying "Ooh, something's coming up" or "Ooh, good news," but then you don't say anything. Is there a, do, do, a think, contract? What's going on?
2: Yeah, I'm kind of. I'm, I'm keeping you guys on the hook right now. Um, we're working right now. We're still. We're still looking. Our opponents, and we're still looking for a date. So you know, um, once we really get squared away, I'll uh, break the news to everybody. But I'm hoping that's uh, pretty soon. Dude, you are you are right
0: there, man. I mean, and I don't mean this as a disrespect, but you you are such a gifted fighter. It's it's kind of frustrating because everyone that you lost to, you could have beaten every single one of them. Uh, you're you're right, and that's got to be in some ways good because it's like one thing if you go out there, you get dominated. You know. Uh, but every yeah. fight, you, you like you're right there, and, and, and in fact, you—I mean—you've knocked out Poria, you've beaten a ton of great guys, but you know that you're right there, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, I know, but uh, you know that that's kind of frustrating, and it's kind of like a little not frustrating at the same time, you know. Just like you said, I mean, I go to sleep. And I'm still dreaming about you know letting these little fights slip through my hands where I made the mistakes and um I just didn't stay fully focused and then I just I pretty much lost fights I shouldn't have lost Do you, you know, no, is uh, it when I was winning I had them winning so would, would like
0: Adderall help or like uh you know <laughs> uh
2: no no I don't think Adderall will help I've never been a fan of Adderall so uh. uh, something's gotta help something's gotta work you see the um do some mixing around
0: yeah i mean you're right because you're so talented man and you're, you're right in your prime dude you're getting better every fight every single fight i was watching that last fight i mean you darren elkins you had him on queer street like 75 times like in the first round you know and then when he took you down it didn't seem like you were in that much danger in the beginning right is that why you kind of got comfortable and then you were like oh shit yeah,
2: yeah. I was I just kind of took my time too long. I started thinking too much, and I didn't really feel in danger in any spot. And then um, I went too quick, man. I tried to get up too quick and tried to run away, and I gave a great grappler like uh, Elkins my back, and I, you know he took advantage of it.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, whatever. It's in the past, and you, you know, I'm t- you have nothing to feel bad about. Uh, now. The the uh, Khabib fight, everyone always says Michael Johnson had him hurt the most. Did you feel like he was really rocked in that fight?
2: I didn't see him really rocked in that fight. Um, you know, like I said it's, to a lot of people, man, we see different things over in there. Like everybody saw him kind of wobble. I really didn't see him wobble. You know, I just kind of saw him dazed a little bit and just trying to back up. And I was trying my hardest to get in there and find him. But, um, you know, I was just particip- anticipating his shot a little bit too much. And, you know, he ended up, uh, just pretty much tiring me out. What were your thoughts yeah, about the whole... Guy, man, that I'm working at working to get back to.
0: What were your thoughts about the whole
2: Conor McGregor thing? Um, <laughs> it's crazy that something like that could happen. Like, I almost didn't think that it was real almost, and um. He's got some issues, but it seems like he's not really getting punished for it again, which I, I don't know what kind of, um, you know, what they're looking to do or, or set an example of or what. You know, I'm not trying to say what needs to happen or needs to be done, but it doesn't look like he's, you know, suffering any backlash from it. Do you think if he was black, no, the yeah. cops would have shot him? Um, the, Probably... Actually, I don't like, I don't really like to get in a race that much, but at the same time, I think if it was another case scenario, yeah, I think some other things would have happened besides him not getting, just him walking out of the arena. Right after that, and turn this so soon I don't think it would have worked so smoothly. Yeah, right. I,
0: I mean, and like, like honestly, if so, if like, let's say a, a, a cop shot a black guy with a dolly, and someone's like, "Well, he had a fucking dolly on him." Well, you know, you'd be like, "Well, he shouldn't have had a dolly on him." You know, I, I could, I could see people saying that, you know. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and I could see uh, maybe it's like a it's like a woman or somebody did that, you know, maybe something to be different. You know, who knows? But, right. You know, everybody just ran that kind of, it seems like it let the situation happen. It almost seemed like it was planned to happen in a way. You know, so, so who knows? It, it brought a lot of buzz and all that.
0: I mean, do you think, th- but don't you think if like, they let him get away with this? It's just gonna get worse. It's like kind of like with John Jones, how they kept letting him get away with shit, and finally he's like running from the scene of a pregnant chick or something. You know, it's just like it's <laughs> too much. Like you have to put.
2: Yeah, it's gonna get. It, it seems like it's gonna get worse. Uh, at the same time, you know, um, do you fought them, continuing to keep their cash cows? You know,
0: yeah. around. <laughs> totally, totally. Now, what do you think happens now? Uh, the Conor McGregor Khabib fight. You know, I think Khabib's cornerman need to tell him to put his chin down because it seems like his his uh, his chin in the first two rounds would be right open for McGregor's you know left hand, uh, you know, or, or it just seems like it's just going to be right there for him. Uh, if it goes past two rounds, I think Khabib beats him.
2: What do you think? Yeah, uh, is that yeah is that is that happening?
0: I don't know. I'm just, I'm just I'm just asking you.
2: That
0: I don't know. I'm just I'm just asking you though.
2: Yeah, um, you know, I still think um, definitely watching Khabib fight his last um, few fights, people are starting to realize he does have some openings. And, you know, Conor's the best in the business at exposing people's openings. You know, um, so I can definitely agree with you on that one and see the fights going exactly like you planned, and like you just said. It.
0: Now, word on the street is it's going to be Nate Diaz versus Tyron Woodley. Uh, you're a guy who's been in there with Nate Diaz. How do you think that fight
2: goes? That's so ridiculous if he gets a, a title fight. Like, where the hell has he been? I mean, I know he beat me, and I know he just had his fight with Connor, but he just comes back in the in the game and gets a title fight? That's crazy. But if it uh, does happen, I see Woodley. You know, I don't see anything that Diaz could do to, to beat Willie in a fight like that. You know, Willie's. Stronger and you're better wrestling. Diaz can't do anything on the ground with him. you Woodley's know, too big. I think.
0: No, you know the thing is, at first I, w- I was with you. I'm like, that's ridiculous. Why do we even have rankings? If we're just going to do this, don't even have rankings. Just have you know, let's just go by Twitter followers or whatever. But but then I'm like, you know what? You look at the guys. Okay, so Colby Covington's fighting RDA. We don't want to see Woodley versus Maya two. Nobody wants to see Wonder Boy versus Maya two. So then, really, who is there? Maybe Darren Till, who's got a fight coming up. So there really isn't that many guys for Willie to fight.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're forgetting about Usman, right? Uh, which is yes, you know, probably the hottest away right now, that's to Kobe's Trash talking. So at the same time, you know, you got a fighter like that who's railed off what seven in a row, you know, and got one of the longest active winning streaks in the division. But, yeah, you're giving a title shot to Nate Diaz based on his name, I think. So, I don't know. I think there's a lot of other welterweights that deserve that fight a little bit more.
0: Oh, no, totally. 100%.
2: 100%. And
0: Usman but at the end of the day, over-level. it's a business.
2: So. <laughs> Who? I said, but at the end of the day, it's a business.
0: Yeah, it's a business. But then all of a sudden, people are going to start looking at Bellator or other or PFL. They're going to go, all right, this is getting ridiculous. You know, that's... And I think that's sort of like what goes bad with the whole um, WME sale is that they're looking at it just on numbers alone and they're not looking at it as a sport. Whereas before you had Dana and the Fertitta brothers at least going like ranking-wise. You know, once in a while you would get a Chael versus John Jones after Chael gets off losing to Anderson Silva or whatever. But for the most part, it's rankings. I mean, there's really no reason for Nate Diaz to get a, a title shot. And there's no reason for CM Punk to fight Mike Jackson in Chicago either. I mean, that's...
2: Yeah. That's why they I don't they have, get that fight at all. I mean, he's on a vain card. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, why don't we just have Oprah versus Snooky in the fucking, you know, co-mate event? It's stupid.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I don't
0: get it. Uh, next week, we have Nunez versus Pennington. Who do you like in that fight?
2: I like Nunez in that fight. Um, I think she's... Just on a, on a whole other, you know, wave and, and her division and how she's fighting and how she's been competing ever since she um, won that title. So I, I don't see anybody giving her a real test anytime soon. Now,
0: being that they're both lesbians, who do you think you have a better chance converting? Pennington or Nunez?
2: <laughs> I wouldn't have it away and repeat that again. All
0: right, being that Nunez and Pennington are both lesbians, you had to convert one of them. Who do you think you could convert easier? Nunez or Pennington? I uh, got gotcha, you.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I think I have to, I think, um, that would be easier.
0: Yeah, it seems like, right? She, at least she had, seems like it. She speaks English. Uh, yeah, it seems like. I'm just going off my
2: instincts. Okay. It seems like it. <laughs> got it.
0: Have you ever converted a lesbian before?
2: No, I have not converted it. Um, but uh, that's a big feat. Yeah, I think tough, um, I, I think I think you see more lesbians being. I probably <laughs> converted more girls into lesbians. If anything, <laughs> <laughs> you see that a lot. You see that a lot more often. You know, like girls are like I'm done fucking with dudes. Yeah, just gonna strictly mess with girls these days.
0: That's a very good point. I I, I didn't think about that. That's true. Uh, speaking of lesbians, Kelvin Gastelum is fighting Jacare Souza uh, in this fight. Who do do we like in this card? (laughs)
2: Um, I'm going to go with Daphne, speaking of lesbians. (laughs) Like I said, I think he's, um, as long as he doesn't get taken down, if that fight stays in his feet, I think he's going to catch him and just outwork Jacare in his feet. You know, I think, um, unfortunately, the, Todays of like Joker being really dangerous are kinda of coming down to, to the end because you know, it seems like he's kinda of one dimensional now, just strictly wanting to get guys on the ground. Yeah. And if guys are getting away from that, then he's getting caught on his feet.
0: Is that jujitsu in general, you think? Or just certain guys?
2: I think it's jujitsu in general. You know, I, I think it's um you know, a lot of guys are wanting to stand up on their feet more. And uh, you know, a lot of guys aren't really playing the ground game anymore
0: like that. Yeah,
2: I I think unless so. Unless they really need to.
0: Yeah, it does seem like uh, the the American or the athlete is sort of like the all American, well rounded athlete who knows some jujitsu defense, versus like a lot of these guys are just they're they're all in jiu jujitsu, they're all in. Uh, speaking of which, how do you think that Dylan Danis is going to do, and how do you think he would do against Ben Askren?
2: Um. Uh, I watched that fight. I was gonna say he had zero stand up whatsoever, um, but once he got the guy on the ground, it was pretty much game over. I don't think he um could do anything to ask him like that on the ground. I mean, ask him the guy that we've seen it over time and time again, you know he just stalls everybody out to where they can do absolutely nothing, and he's on top of them. and um. I don't know. He's calling himself into a, a pretty long, border fight. If you ask me, where you know Ben's gonna get on top of him and just yeah, much rape him until he's done.
0: Yeah, he, yeah. He's better off against a guy that has no ground game and just keep doing those things versus a guy who, like, whose like who's wrestling would counteract his jujitsu. Uh, but-
2: yeah, yeah. He he's sitting here calling out one of the best you know wrestlers we've seen in, in the Octagon or in the cage and.
0: Now, now you were a, an all-American wrestler, right?
2: No, I wasn't all-American. I just uh, did one year at junior college up in Merrimack.
0: Uh, got it, got it, got it. Uh, so, also we have Amanda Bobby Cooper, uh, who's two and three uh, against Mackenzie Dern, who just left her camp. She left the lab. I don't know what happened. Look like she was, her ass was made in a lab, uh, but she's <laughs> a very attractive woman. Uh, uh, would you hit that?
2: Which one? Both of them. Yeah. In uh, in my
0: in my in my days, haven't yeah, hit it. was you hit it? Oh hell yeah! I mean, I'm I'm married now with the kid on the way. Uh, uh, her her ass looks like my <laughs> wife's belly right now. Um, But but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely, of course. I mean, back in the yeah, I completely hit that. Uh, Either one. Whoever says yes first wins. Um, but do you think McKenzie's yeah, going to win? Right, it, se-
2: exactly.
0: it seems like McKenzie's, uh, up was exposed last fight. I think her standup is pretty terrible. Honestly, I think it's worse than Dylan Danis's. I don't know why she left the lab. John Crouch is a great coach. That was a mistake. in my, in my opinion. Uh, but can Bobby Cooper be the girl to beat her? What do you think? You know what?
2: Um, I haven't even been paying attention to either one of them fighting <laughs> really much. Um, I did see that Mackenzie
0: Dern won, but I didn't watch it. Yeah,
2: it was. So, in, yeah. All right. I go based off of looks. I think Amanda looks a little better, so I'm gonna go with her. You think Amanda looks
0: better than Mackenzie Dern?
2: Yeah, if I was fucking. If, if I'm jogging my memory, correct? Damn, send me a screenshot of them. Uh, you damn. think the other way around?
0: Oh yeah, the girl. The, well, the the ass is uh, the you know the ass is and, and the, the the face isn't that great, but Bobby, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think she's. I think Mackenzie's hotter. Uh, John Lineker so
2: she is, t- is taking it's on top. Brian
0: Brian Kelleher. I think Lineker's going to knock him
2: out. Yeah, yeah. What if who? What if Brian, Brian Kelleher? Yeah, no, I don't. Know All who right. That guy is.
0: Vitor Belfort
2: versus Machida. I'm gonna go with Vitor in this one. Um, I saw, I saw, I've been watching his Instagram not too long ago, and he looks like he's just revamped into a whole other V tour.
0: Really? Is he, is he back on the, on the, uh, juice?
2: <laughs> no comment, man. I'm pretty successful now. But, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, didn't, you, you gotta check it out and tell me what you think. Didn't you train with him? Yeah, 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 I trained with him, but I have I haven't trained with him in a while. You know, he's been... He's been calling for some time and we've um, hes haven't changed so he's been doing his own thing I think. Now was it like in the
0: locker room, like in those after school specials, he was like, Hey, menace, come here for a second and he was like try to like turn you on to stuff?
2: No, no, it wasn't anything like that. I mean, I've never seen anything. I don't really pay attention to much, you know, just um Yeah is this what he got caught with
0: Now do you think do you think Machito will actually drink Belfort's dirty urine?
2: Is that a bet? They should bet that. Yeah, like the loser has to they, drink they, the other person's urine. the loser has to drink piss. <laughs> but then they'll probably get
0: popped. 1000%. <laughs> 1000%. <laughs> uh yeah, so that's uh that's mostly this card. Now the the main card, the part I'm looking forward to obviously, uh is uh, Stipe Miocic versus um, Daniel Cormier. I hate to pick against Cormier, uh, but I got to pick Stipe in this one just because he's too big.
2: Yeah, I I, I hate that too. I agree with you. But at the same time, DC has fought a heavyweight, and I've watched him when he fought um, that toss, and he picked him up over top of his head, and he probably got weighed him. D.C. by 30 pounds at that point. So I don't think size is really that big of an issue for D.C. Yeah, you know, he's pretty strong. Um, he's got his good wrestling, but I'm going to go with that one. Uh,
0: all right, Steve. Now, also on that card is Max Holloway versus Ortega. Two guys in your weight class. Yeah. Who do we like in this yeah, my fight? My new weight
2: class. That's a tough one, but I think I'm going to stick with um, Ortega. Man. He keeps surprising everybody. People don't think he's that good, and he's just showing everybody that he can stand up with guys that he's in there calmly, you know, fighting patiently, and um, he's getting wins and his ground game is just um, incredible as well. You know, I think that's where he really has the um, advantage over Max. Yeah,
0: I hope. I, I, think, Max's I think Max is gonna win, and then Max is gonna be smart. He's gonna he's gonna be on his bike the whole time, picking him apart. Rattigan's in the gas, and Max. Is gonna win maybe by stoppage in the fifth round. Uh, oh
2: yeah, stoppage in the fifth. Yeah.
0: Uh, Derek Lewis versus Engano. I don't
2: think it's gonna go that long.
0: You don't think
2: so? Yeah, I don't think it's gonna go that long. I think Ortega's gonna jump a submission at some point. All right,
0: all right. Uh, now we got Derek Lewis versus Engano.
2: I'm gonna go with uh with uh Derek Lewis. I'm gonna go with the Black Beast. Over in Gatto. I got to. I just, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you're going the other way. Then this is a good, this is a good fight for us battle and gifts. But I just think those um, will quick and go lose, regardless of how tired this man is. Like his last knockout that he came, he just came out of nowhere and got the knockout. I think he's just. Uh, I think he's a different level. Plus he could wrestle a little bit. so I'm going to go there.
0: Now, what do you think about that guy that was on the Cowboys who's now fighting on uh uh what's his name? The guy that uh ha- Greg Hardy. A lot of people don't Greg think he, People don't think he should get a chance. Other people because he was uh I guess he beat up his girlfriend, and he was arrested, he got kicked out of the NFL. Other people are like, you know, everyone deserves a second chance. What what are your thoughts on on, on Greg Hardy?
2: Oh yeah, the football guy. He's um, is he fighting in the contender series? Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I mean, I can't really knock another guy that's stepping in there to fight and doing this. I can't say a guy doesn't deserve that. You know, he's gotten fights before, correct? You yeah, know, yeah like, but correct with, with women. He's fought his girlfriend before. <laughs> yeah, he
0: fought his girlfriend. Yeah, I mean. But uh, no. Derek Lewis called him out yeah, already. That's a... So yeah, so I,
2: so I don't know about that one, man. So, as Derek Lewis called him out, so he's looking for him. Yeah, yeah. I know he's got to think about one the beaters.
0: Yeah, that's what he said. He said he said he's on a wife beater tour. So he wants to go uh, on a wife beater. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what he said. <laughs> That's what he said.
2: Yeah, that, that's like. Well, I mean, you got to think. I mean, if, if the company's so much about you know image and numbers, but then they bring in a woman either, then that's kind of rises another issue. Well,
0: well, is this also a guy that kicked out of the NFL and the UFC's like, we'll take you? It's like what? It's, it's like. Yeah. I, okay. At the same time, we Not are the, good
2: luck either.
0: We are the country of second chances, and you know, a guy needs to feed his family and you know, people to people some people fuck up and I don't I don't know exactly what happened, but yeah, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard to root for a guy like that. I'm gonna be rooting for whoever that guy fights. Unless it's yeah, unless he's fighting OJ. Uh then I'll probably root for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh
2: Kiesa versus That's Pettis. I'm gonna go with um Kiesa on this one. I think um I don't know really how much Pettis has got left on him. Be honest, you know, and stays off his feet, I think he's going to get on the And then also on
0: that card, I can't wait for this card: Yancy Maderos versus Mike Perry.
2: Oh yeah, that is a good card. I got super excited for uh, hearing that fight. I'm going to go with Mike Perry. Ah, oh. I think um, yeah, I, think I we're we're going back and forth with each other. I think Yancy, I, I think he leaves his chair out there too much. He does. You know, and, and Perry just—he—he's a—he's like a technical wild striker. And it's really weird. He's got a funky style, but he makes it work for him.
0: Did you go to that Cam Soda porn thing?
2: I was there. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> what was that like? I watched. Uh, <laughs> it was actually not bad. It was a pretty good video. I watched the last two fights, so I saw a Crazy Horse get beat by some guy in there, which is pretty funny.
0: Then the Crazy Horse almost fought Kobe Covington.
2: Yeah, I left. I, I left after that, but I heard it kind of looked staged. It was staged, maybe. Oh. Uh, but yeah, you know, Kobe's getting in the fights for everybody. Yeah, and, I mean, what do you think know, about I think Kobe's attitude? Fifteen minutes. <laughs> what do I think of Kobe? Yeah, I uh, I don't think of him. And he said some. He brought up like some. He said something about me, I can't really remember about it, but um I think he's a guy that just talks talks but he's a punk. You know, he won't do anything when the person's standing in front of him and he's not he's not a guy like that. You know, he's just say like, we've all seen it. So it's just got punched. that he pressed charges or he called the police.
0: Now are you and Kevin Lee cool again or are you guys still beefing?
2: Um, I don't really consider myself cool with somebody that, that that runs off at the mouth about me and then says they're cool with me to my face. So it's not really a beef, and we're not really cool. It's just um, it is what it is. I don't know the guy to beef with him that much. Right, right, right.
0: Now, were you uh, impressed by Kevin's performance, though, last
2: week? I was. I was. I, I was very impressed, and I was actually, um, you know, I, I give him credit. You know, he fought a great fight and he looked good. He definitely didn't want any part of the stand ups. And you know what was that's actually kind of funny that you brought that fight up because I was meaning to talk to some people about this. Isn't it crazy that the world we live in where Kevin just pretty much dominated and beat Edson the whole fight, but all I saw the next day was um highlights of him getting spinning hill kicked. It's
0: so stupid.
2: So it's... I'm yeah, it's so stupid. I'm like, man, I'm like that's how our world works or people just hate Kevin Lee that much. So where he Beat Edson's ass the whole fight, and that's the only thing people showed. I mean, they threw in the <laughs> towel.
0: They threw in the towel against him. Well, he they, he they quit. He he stopped him. It wasn't just he, it was over. No, he
2: said, he, he, he no mossed him. He yeah. yeah, he
0: no mossed him, and then all the, yeah, it's so dumb. It, it's 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 yeah, a I different.
2: Thought the, I thought the
0: ref stopped it. Well, somebody <laughs> stopped it. But the point is, is that said, yeah. is that you you know guys like me and you, we're, we're old school. We're old school. You know, we work for our, everything we work for. We're, we're grinding. Grinding and grinding grinding. But there the, are these kids now, it's, 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 they, they, everything's instant. They just want the highlight. They just want the, 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 the fucking 10-second, the Vine clip, the, the, the fucking Snapchat clip or whatever. But uh, it's just... It's, it's, no,
2: yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. It's the world we live in now. Yeah. There's only a few of us left in here. We're, we're still staying strong.
0: Well, well, keep fighting the good fight, Michael Johnson.
2: Uh, yeah, we'll do. We'll do always. Thanks
0: for being on the podcast. Are you going to be in uh, uh, L. A. on May twentieth?
2: Uh, what day is that? You say
0: Sunday, May twentieth. It's my birthday, You're, and you are invited. You and uh, Rashad Evans. Oh,
2: damn! Mm, yeah, I wish I could make it. I'm birthday early. I'll try to make it, but um, I know I'm getting ready to head out to. Utica for those fights. Oh, no way. That, that's like going to be good. You're going
0: right. to see my fight. Uh, uh, Vince is fighting that fight. Vince Pichelle.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a good card.
0: Yeah, Vince is fighting Gregor yeah. Gillespie. Uh, Ellenberger's <laughs> on that card. Uh, uh, Nick Lentz is on that card.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, me and Nick are, you uh, know, we're training right now. So he's down here with us.
0: Yeah, yeah. He he, he, uh, he told me you were, like, kicking everyone's ass.
2: Yeah, he is kicking everybody's no, ass. No, he
0: said you were. You were.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. That's yeah, funny because he's kicking everybody's <laughs> ass. He's been kicking my ass all week.
0: Nice. <laughs> nice. 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 Well, cool. Well, thank you for being on the podcast and take care, Michael. All
2: right. Well, probably, thanks for having me.
0: Anytime. All right. That was Michael Johnson. That was my podcast today. See, I'm still sniffing. i got a cold. I'm going to start working out again tomorrow because... uh I feel like a bum, but last time I worked out when I got a cold, I got like 50 times worse, so I'm not doing that again. Uh, but anyway, I want to thank everybody for being on the podcast today. Phil Baroni, uh, Kelvin Gastelum, Michael Johnson, Gerald Harris. Uh, if you're going to be in Naples, I'm here tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday at the Off the Hook Comedy Club. I'm at the House of Comedy in uh, Rick Brunson's House of Comedy. Uh, I will be there in Minnesota next Wednesday to Sunday. Uh, Then I will be at the Long Beach Laugh Factory on Wednesday, May 16th. Uh, Then I'm back at the House of Comedy with Jeremy Piven, Tuesday the 22nd and 23rd. I'm in Edmonton with Piven on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday uh, that week, the 23rd to the 27th. Uh, And then uh, I'm at the M Resort in Vegas, uh, June 16th. Back at Edmonton, uh, June 27th to the 31st. Um, at the, and then in Vegas, Fight Week in Las Vegas. Also, if you guys uh, buy stuff on Amazon, go to my uh, website, adamhunter.com, and pick, go to Amazon, the link, and then you could get stuff there, because I make money, and life is good. Also, Myrtle Beach, May uh, July 18th to the 21st. Myrtle Beach. And then Springfield... Illinois, uh, Thursday, August 30th, to Saturday, August 1st, The Blue Room. Then I'm in Tennessee at the Comedy Cat, September 6th to the 8th in Chattanooga. And then I'm in Laugh Lines in uh, Alberta, no, in uh, British Columbia, September 28th and 29th. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast and take
2: care.